You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.pagosity.tv. Your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.pagosity.tv now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of March 4th, 2018. The podcast that understands what you tried to say to me. This is your host, Shane Killian, and returning this week is John Peterson. Welcome back, Johnny. Coming to you live from my old stomping grounds, Elmhurst. Let's deontologate the news of the bogus... First, an update on the Equifax breach. Just when he thought it was over and there was nothing more on the way, it turns out there are an additional 2.4 million people affected by the breach that hasn't been revealed until now. So originally it was about 145 million Americans, 15 million Brits, and 100,000 Canadians. They had their taxpayer information stolen enough for someone to successfully steal their identities. These additional 2.4 million only had names and partial driver's licenses stolen, so it's not as bad, but still, on top of the rest, not good. Oh, you're not kidding, it's not good. Equifax said that these 2.4 million were not previously identified as part of the breach and are part of their ongoing analysis, which is good that they're still following up on all this. Really good. But meanwhile, security experts don't like the services Equifax has been offering lately to help people recover from the screw-up. There's like that pen screw-up that put frozen credit files at risks of hacking. And so people would freeze their credit thinking they're safe and they were uh, actually protected by very unsafe pens. There was a leaky customer portal in Argentina. They used a domain name that was easily typo-squatted, resulting in people being sent to phishing sites. And their call centers have nowhere near enough people to deal with the customer inquiries. And the people they do have have no knowledge of how to deal with them. And meanwhile, few Americans have taken advantage of the credit freezes that can be put in place in a recent study. Half of U.S. adults say they haven't even so much as looked at their credit report since the Equifax breach. 18% say they've never looked at it. This is something you really need to pay attention to. They collate so much of our data all in one place, so keep an eye on that, people. Yeah. Say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling, or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? If so, go to bogosity.tv slash tuttletwins, and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary-aged children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain, or regulations passed in the name of safety, and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. 
They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. Okay, back to PolitiFact examining more blatant misinformation from the gun control nut bars in the wake of the Florida school shooting. Specifically, the claim from Florida Democratic Congressman Ted Deutsch that mass shootings increased 200% since the assault weapon ban expired. Now, what's the first thing you notice there? Scary language! 200% sounds a lot more drastic than saying it doubled, but they mean the same thing. It's 200 times more lots. So, <laughs> they rated it as mostly false. And they did that by looking at the same report that Deutsch referenced, which specifically warned not to draw any conclusion about the weapons ban from it. According to the report, any effects of a renewed ban would be, quote, small at best and possibly too small for reliable measurement. The ban was allowed to lapse the same year this report was released. Deutsch's claim is similar to that of former President Bill Clinton, who said in 2013, quote, Half of all mass killings in the United States have occurred since the assault weapons ban expired in 2005. Half of all of them in the history of the country. Relying on statistics from Minnesota Department of Corrections researcher Grant Duway, the Washington Post fact-checker awarded Clinton three Pinocchios. Deutsch was apparently parroting what was said by the leftist think tank the Century Foundation, who said that the Washington Post completely missed Clinton's point, and it has nothing at all to do with those pesky facts. Quote, If we look from September 2004 all the way back to 1900, 104 years, as the Washington Post lays out, there were 118 mass shootings. That breaks down to 1.13 mass shooting incidents per year on average from 1900 to 2004. In the eight years since the assault weapons ban has expired, there have been 28 mass shooting events. That equals an average of 3.5 a year, an increase of over 200%. The problem is, the assault weapons ban didn't go into effect until 1994. So you have 94 years of data where there's no assault weapons ban that he's including and attributing with the assault weapons ban. Well, I hope that guy sleeps well tonight. And I mean, this is something I keep pointing out. How do you determine what your starting point is? Why 1900? You had much more permissive gun laws from 1900 to 1980 than you do today. And during that same time period, there were only four to five mass shootings per decade. So they're deliberately using that period to lower their figures. Bogons are strong with this one, Shane. But guess what? Those figures, like I keep pointing out, I say this over and over again, they don't control for population. As Dewey points out, once you look at per capita statistics, the rates over the last decade are not any higher than they were in the 80s and early 90s before the assault weapons ban. But knowing these status types, they're just going to ignore facts over their own feelings. And PolitiFact again points out what we reiterated last week. There just isn't a universally accepted definition of mass shooting. Deutsch counted any individual with a firearm with the intent to kill four or more victims. Duway defined it 
and this seems to be the one that's more universal, as any incident where four or more people are killed within a 24-hour period at a public location in the absence of other criminal activity, military action, or collective violence. So of course Deutsch is going to come up with larger figures. And another problem is it's a correlation-causation fallacy. They just don't have any way of attributing this to the assault weapons ban, especially given the fact that most mass shootings are committed with handguns. Imagine my non-existent shock, Shane. I want to go shoot up a bunch of people with a handgun, but I can't because assault weapons are banned. Oh. <sighs> and again... We're not talking about something that happens often enough to be statistically significant. I mean, that 200% might sound like a lot, but you got to consider how freakishly rare mass shootings are, not that you'd get that impression from the news media. You know, but it's like I said, if all the money you have in the world is a penny, and you find a penny on the sidewalk, hey, that just went up 200%. How wonderful. We've truly reached the peak of intellectual honesty here. And I mean, really, we're talking about a difference of millionths of a percent. That's what we're talking about here. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government censors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.pagosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. We mentioned last week that four Broward County deputies, including one specifically assigned as the school resource officer, just stood around outside the school while the shooting was going on, something that's no surprise to people who realize that the police are not there to protect and serve anything but the government's own interests. Oh, come on, you didn't expect them to actually go in and stop an active shooter, did you? Yes! Oh, come on, guy could get hurt doing that sort of thing. I really don't care at this point. This guy, Sheriff Israel, has blood on his hands now from those 17 dead. And he, this is Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel, he is saying that he has no responsibility for it. At a CNN town hall, he attacked the Second Amendment and its defenders and said that law enforcement needs more power to sit around and do nothing. But what he said after he was challenged on this was, quote, I gave him a gun. I gave him a badge. I gave him the training. If he didn't have the heart to go in, that's not my responsibility. The buck stops way over there. Look here, Sheriff. The main reason of the shooting was not only because of your inability to look after people who you have a responsibility for in your county, but also because of the FBI who dropped the ball big time when they focused more on the Marussia thing 
then on Nicholas Cruz's online antics and mental illness. Oh, what are you talking about? It's really the NRA's fault. Everyone knows that. The NRA? Sheesh, Shane. Don't you know they give a whole $4 million every election cycle in lobbying? Why, that's almost enough to show up if you use a lot of decimal points. We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. And now it's time to slow roast this week's biggest bogan emitter. And this week, thanks to Peter Jakoswak, I probably butchered your name, but thank you anyway, it's Daily Cause. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've done them, but they're another group that's fear-mongering about the lack of net neutrality, uh, saying that all sorts of things are happening the four months since net neutrality was ended, that didn't happen the 24 years before it was instated. Ah, oh, my sweet mother of mercy. We're going over this again? Yep. Now remember, when we say net neutrality, we really mean regulating Internet service providers under Title II of the Telecommunications Act. That's important to understand. So according to Daily Coast, AT&T is instituting fast lanes that allow their buddies to have nice fast access at the expense of the poor competition. But that's not what they're doing. They're just doing zero rating, which was already legal under Title II while net neutrality was in place. So we should probably talk about what zero rating is. Generally, this isn't an issue with your house internet, your cable or fiber or whatever, because they generally don't have data caps anymore. But most mobile plans do if you use more than, you know, two gigabytes or six gigabytes a month or whatever it is. You get that much of the fast 4G, but after that amount, it drops down to 2G, and they're just doing that to try and manage the bandwidth costs. So zero rating means that there are certain services like streaming audio and video that don't count towards those data caps. So their customers can keep watching that as much as they want without it slowing down and without using up their data that they can use on other things that aren't covered. And both T-Mobile and Verizon were doing this the whole time net neutrality was in place without running afoul of it. Speaking of, I labeled it a dead horse topic on my DeviantArt, which means I'm not going to talk about it any more. 
Now, Wikipedia also has a zero rating service called Wikipedia Zero, and that's mostly relevant for developing countries, and it won a South by Southwest award for activism while they were conned by the likes of Daily Coast into supporting net neutrality, which would have completely gone against both their own interests and the interests of people in developing nations where this is an amazing advantage because they don't have the high-speed stuff that we do here. Bandwidth is so expensive there. So being able to zero rate it is a big thing for them. But when you have the Daily Coast people in their ivory towers looking down on the rest of us, this is what you get. Let me take a second to explain how this works. In order to connect you to the rest of the internet outside of their network, ISPs have to go through backbone providers, and they pay those backbone providers based on how much they transmit and receive. And it can be expensive, and it's really expensive if you're going off-network on a cellular network, because the charges are much greater than wired networks. So yes, your ISP has to pay to access the internet too. And that's also true of companies like Netflix and Hulu. They have to pay for their access of the internet too in the form of hosting charges. Netflix does theirs through Cogent. And so they pay Cogent so much a month. And part of that, you know, is in your feed of Netflix so that they can put their packets out on the internet. So. What companies like T-Mobile and AT&T and Verizon are doing is they have Netflix or whatever service buy a connection directly onto their network. So in addition to just connecting to Cogent and being able to connect that way, they go straight on to T-Mobile's network. So if you're an AT&T customer, but Netflix connects to Cogent, AT&T and Netflix are both going to have to pay Cogent for the bandwidth they're using. But if Netflix hooks up directly to AT&T's network, AT&T doesn't incur any extra costs. It's their network. They can move around all the packets they want. And so there's no need for a cap in that scenario. And by the way, remember that AT&T lobbied for net neutrality. And as a phone company, Title II still applies to them and always has. So Daily Cost claims that this would, quote, allow his company, AT&T, to get around the predictable rise in state laws that try to protect their citizens from predatory telecoms. Now that telecoms have gotten their way. It's double plus ungood. Why do I smell freshly baked bogon points coming from these idiots? And AT&T has said, quote, We don't block websites. We don't censor online content, and we don't throttle, discriminate, or degrade network performance based on content. Period. Daily Coast replied, quote, Well, that's good. I guess we should just take your word for it. Or not, as BGR rightly points out, this is the promotion of internet fast lanes by almost any definition. No, it says they wrongly point out because these are not fast lanes by any definition. No traffic is being sped up or slowed down as a result for this. There are also no extra or lower charges for this. It only affects the caps, which activists have been complaining about anyway. And those of us who have uh, had broadband a while might remember that we kind of went through this phase with broadband too. You had the caps and then... Gradually, you had it where the bandwidth got better and better, and now pretty much everything is wide open. It's going to take a little bit longer to do that with the telecom network. We might have to wait for 5G or maybe even a little later, but, I mean, it's progress. It's got Bandwidth costs money. It isn't free. 
you have to manage larger bandwidth services in order to make the service more accessible for everyone. And this does so in a way that doesn't establish fast lanes or charge people extra. And again, Title II never prohibited it. So all of that makes Daily Cost this week's biggest bogan emitter. If you're going to shop online, use our special links to shop at Amazon. Clear your cookies and go to Amazon.Bogosity.tv, and you won't pay a penny more for your purchase. If you haven't used the mobile app in the last 12 months, or even at all, go to Get5.Bogosity.tv on your phone or tablet and get $5 off your order of $10 or more. Go to Prime.Bogosity.tv for a free 30-day trial of Amazon Prime and enjoy thousands of movies and TV episodes, borrow Kindle books, and get unlimited two-day shipping for free. And speaking of Kindle, go to Kindle.Bogosity.tv for a 30-day free trial to Kindle Unlimited, read over one million books, and listen to thousands of audiobooks on any device. You can go to music.bogosity.tv and get a free 30-day trial of Amazon Music Unlimited with access to Amazon's entire library of 10 million songs, ad-free and with unlimited skips, and even download to listen offline. All great ways to help this podcast simply by shopping at Amazon. As bad as daily costs is, they got nothing on this next segment. So it's time to build around this week's Idiot And once again, it's President Trump, and I really have to wonder how long it's going to be before the Trumpeters realize they've been had. Here we have a pair of articles, either one of which would have given Trump this disaward on its own, but they're right on the heels of each other, and in both cases, he's reading directly out of the progressive left's playbook. So first, the God Emperor has blamed movies and video games for youth violence. And that's something we've debunked a lot on this show. <sighs> and it was even debunked back in the 1990s. Yeah. Trump said, quote, we have to look at the internet because a lot of bad things are happening to young kids and young minds and their minds are being formed and we have to do something about maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it. And also video games. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence in video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And you go one further step and that's the movies. Maybe they have to put a rating system for that. Uh, Donald, there already is a rating system for movies and video games. Video games have had ratings for almost 25 years, and movies have had ratings for half a century. Come on, Donald. You're supposed to have the best interests of the American people at heart, not drop the ball and take a page right out of the statist playbook. Since when did he have the best interests of people at heart? I was being sarcastic, Shane. Oh, I missed it, sorry. Yeesh. Yeah, Trump didn't betray his principles because he never had any principles. He's a businessman. And he's not the only Republican jumping the aisle here. For example, Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin said, quote, There are games that literally replicate and give people the ability to score points for doing the very same thing that these students are doing inside of schools where you get extra points for finishing someone off who's lying there begging for their life. 
Um, last I checked, Mortal Kombat didn't have that function. Yeah, he doesn't actually say what game he's talking about there. Pretty much anybody with a decent amount of blood flow to the brain stem would know that this argument was debunked so many times, even I'm getting tired of saying it. But they echo the words of Senator Hillary Clinton back in 2005, quote, We need to treat violent video games the way we treat tobacco, alcohol, and pornography. If you put it just really simply, these violent video games are stealing the innocence of our children, and it is certainly making the job of being a parent even more difficult. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, two peas in a pod. It's like I said during the election last couple of years back, Shane. Pick your poison. And people thought they had a choice. <laughs> idiot A or idiot B. The other thing Trump said is the government should be grabbing guns and that whole pesky due process thing, eh, just worry about it later. Quote, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida, to go to court would have taken a long time. Take the guns first, go through due process second. Did Trump just use the Second Amendment as toilet paper? Uh, actually, this is more of the Fourth and Fifth Amendments here. He said this in response to something his VP Mike Pence said, quote, Allow due process so no one's rights are trampled, but the ability to go to court, obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any weapons. And Trump responded, Or, Mike, take the firearms first and then go to court. What does it say when Mike... Pence is better about the Constitution than Trump. He's just a religious nutbar, Shane. But see, this is just another example of how the Bill of Rights is a package deal. You threaten one of them, the rest fall like dominoes. And that is exactly why Donald Trump takes his first 2018 idiot wraps up this quote scene of the crime unquote edition of Bogosity Podcast. Come join the discussion at forum.bogosity.tv and feel free to send a question, statement, news article, or rant in text or audio to podcast at bogosity.tv. This podcast depends on you to keep going, so please donate using the links on the website or the QR codes in the thumbnail or support Shane DK on Patreon or Maker Support to get the podcast and YouTube videos early and without ads or promos. And be sure to also join the Bogosity Discord and the Lord Killian Discord. Links in the description. Thank you for listening, and thanks to John Peterson for joining me. It's great to be back. Until next time, here's a quote from L. Neal Smith. You can't repeal the Second Amendment any more than you can repeal any of the other nine. It was a package deal, you see, an absolute prerequisite to ratifying the main body of the Constitution. Repeal one, you repeal them all. Do that, and you repeal the whole Constitution, and with it, any legal authority that the government has to exist. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial Low Derivatives 4.0 International License.
want answers to creationist claims against evolution? Would you like to know more about evolution yourself, or even engage creationists more directly, with actual peer-reviewed sources to back you up? My book, How Evolution is Scientific, is designed to show the basics of evolutionary theory and how it is so well supported using the scientific method. It's impeccably sourced, with references to the actual scientific material, and is arranged using the creationists' own criteria of what is scientific. Using their own arguments against them, see how evolution is scientific, but creationism is not. Based on observations, accurate predictions, logic, and evidence. Get answers to common creationist claims, and even a primer on abiogenesis, the start of all life. It's all in my book, How Evolution is Scientific, available at Amazon and on Kindle, EPUB, and PDF as well. Get How Evolution is Scientific and never be taken in by creationists again.